0: Your skin refuses to be defined by age. That's why Agency designed Future Formula, a personalized anti-aging formula prescribed by a dermatology provider to treat fine lines, wrinkles, dark spots, and more. Agency has clinically proven ingredients like tretinoin, which is up to 20 times stronger than over-the-counter retinol. Future Formula by Agency. Get your first month free at withagency.com. That's W-I-T-H-A-G-E-N-C-Y.com. 495 shipping and handling, subject to consultation, subscription required, cancel anytime. Thank you.
1: Hello. Hello, Jack. How are you? You normally start, hello, Sean, and you went, Sean, hello. You've switched it up. Sorry, I just thought, you know, a bit of, (laughs) let's go crazy. Because you've been away, haven't you? I've been away. So we
0: didn't record something last week. Yes. Tell me about where you've been and and what was it like coming back?
1: Well, I've been away for quite, I've been, I've been away for ages. I went tour dates, then I went to Guatemala for 10 days. Yeah. For a show for Dave. And I, I I went. yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah. Is it the one where you're driving? You have to drive along a supposedly dangerous road? Yes,
1: it is that one. Yes.
0: Oh, all right. Okay. But yeah. Who were you with?
1: I was with Joe Swash. It was that one that okay. I thought we were doing together. And then what? Did you change your mind? No, I, I said, let's not...
0: I couldn't do it when they wanted to do it. So I said, I will do it with Sean next year because it would be so great for the podcast. <laughs> so I, I delayed... And then... I found out you took the gig anyway. <laughs> That's not what happened! It is clearly what happened. It is not what happened! It is, it not- is exactly what That's happened. Still- <laughs> I, know, I know what happened. Your agent rang you, said how much it was, and you said yes before you even knew what it was you would be doing.
1: We are at very different stages of our career.
0: Well, clearly, <laughs> you know. And different stages of our moral compass or ethical <laughs> no, behaviour. No, that's
1: not. Just to be clear, I made Never it. Never mind. Fa- doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But I just mm. no. I want it on record. It does matter. It do, it does in fact matter. Mm. I I repeatedly said, I thought I was doing this, Jack. I want to do this, Jack. Why why am I doing this, Jack? And and it was that they couldn't make it work, which I thought oh. was. Basically, a very nice way of just going, Jack's changed his mind, can't be bothered to go to Guatemala with you.
0: Uh, Absolutely not. No, no, I had said. This is awful. um, I had said specifically because I want to do it with Sean because it'll be such a good way to, you know, obviously I would do it for my own career, but I'd rather put that on hold and plug the podcast with Sean on the show. But never mind. Did you manage to mention the podcast when you were in Guatemala at all on camera? Out of interest?
1: (laughs) I don't think you did, did you? No, it wasn't about dogs. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, over dinner Uh, at one point, someone said, Jack D would be great on this. And I said, I thought I was doing this with Jack D.
0: I no well there you are. Never mind. We don't. Yeah. We look.
1: We don't need PR Jack for this podcast. This podcast is flying on its own legs.
0: Well, we are being very. We, we're, we're being well attended to by our dear listeners, which is a lovely thing. Very rewarding yes. as well. Yeah. So aside from Guatemala and yes. all of that, I mean, you came back. There's a lovely little clip of Mildred meeting you.
1: Yes, that's up on Instagram. I hadn't seen Mildred for, yeah, been two weeks. So she went absolutely berserk when I saw her in in Notting Hill, and that was very nice. It was wonderful to see her. She got very excited, jumping. Up. She's got. There's been quite a lot more barking recently. When when she saw me, she was barking. I felt like she was telling everyone, "He's back! He's back!
0: He's back!" Yeah, 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 He's yeah, back. yeah. I saw the pictures right up on her hind legs. Yes. didn't she. She's kind of walking down the road like a ghoul. Yes, quite quite strange way of walking with uh, on the yes. lead. But that's brilliant. Um, it was very oh.
1: nice. But I'll tell you, before I ask how Dolly is, I just had a little incident in yeah. the park the other day. I was walking Mildred's, took her to uh, Raven's Court, lovely spot for dogs. Uh, oh, actually, this has just occurred to me. I've been taking Mildred's, so Mildred's two, or almost two, yeah. or has just turned two. I can't remember. Anyway, she's about two. And I've been taking her to Raven's Court Park for her entire life. And then the other day, I discovered... Well, went, I went to the park and then Grace went, oh, let's just go to this bit for a change and took me into a special dog area at Ravenscourt Park. Right. that is closed off for dogs. Lots of, you know, woodland, leaves, logs. And Grace yeah. had known about this for two years and hadn't told me.
0: <laughs> and does Mildred like it? She loves does she, it! Does she enjoy it there? Oh, wow. So why had Grace not told you about that before? She thought
1: I knew about it.
0: Oh, <laughs> <right>. that's yeah. <laughs> There's a lack of communication. Do you not walk Mildred together
1: a lot? Is that well, what I don't. I don't, I don't know how this turns? has happened? We do walk Mildred together, but we when we walk her together, we walk her to the main bit of the park, and it just so happened that she never, when with me, taken Mildred to the section of the park that is exclusively for dogs.
0: Right? How come you didn't find it on your own if she did? Be-
1: because I just thought that's where, why we take, this is where we take her. This is the bit we take her. This is where people walk the door. I didn't know there was a, I mean, you would just, surely you would just mention it.
0: It's okay. It was just a question. <laughs> I just... <laughs> but um, uh, well now you know about it now you know about it the special dog zone that's great it's very nice it's like finding a swing park for your kids isn't it yes it's lovely that's a really nice thing
1: yeah because there's one at Brook Green but that's just a it's a kind of cornered off section of Brook Green but it's sand which is very unhelpful I think when they they do that because there's no maintenance that's why they do it and no sea either you know yes sand
0: is you can get away with sand if there's some sea there because it's uh, but on its own, it's just that's like that's a building site. Isn't Precisely. It? You know, that's not nice. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Now, how's Dolly?
0: Well, Dolly's really well. What I was going to thank you, I was going to say we've had some exciting news while you were away in Guatemala, selfishly building your career, <laughs> um, which is that Sara, our producer of Oh My Dog, is getting a puppy and um we've got her and i thought it. this is the effects yes. that we have yeah it, yeah such is her commitment to oh my dog and dog ownership she was previously dogless and now i know she's just recently moved but i think i think we should speak to sarah should we see if she can join us i mean she is listening in presumably
2: she's <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i'm here
0: <laughs> hello yeah welcome (laughs) thank you (laughs) Sarah how great to have your voice on the program so you've taken the leap and have you got this little dog
2: yet I am collecting her on Friday I'm driving to Wales and it is your fault that I am getting a dog because you can't work on a show I think we've done something like 34 shows and every week hear how joyous it is to have a dog and I think once you said Sean you just smile more for having a dog I mean how can you not Then think, we we need to get a dog. And I've got two kids. I looked into rescues. Um, Unfortunately, my kids are a little too young. They usually say... Over the age of twelve, minor yeah. under twelve.
1: You would have learned all of this through listening to this uh, very informative dog podcast. <laughs> well, that's it. Yeah, it's
2: yeah. <laughs> exactly where I get all my information yeah. from. Yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 very wise. So, what breed did you go for?
2: It's a Dachshund. Am I saying that right? I have to check with you, Jack, because you're the expert on Dachshunds.
0: I have. I've owned Dachshunds. Yeah, I always say Daxon. Some people say Dashound, and I don't understand that because there's no O in Dachshund, is there? No. It's it's U N D. Um and not o-, o U N D. So, uh, yeah, I'm. I'd say that sausage dog. Some no, see that I. What's yeah, wrong with that? Is, What's we, wrong with that? If, if this was QI, you'd have got a clap
2: <laughs> for that.
0: Been, this is right because once you're a once you're a dachshund owner and a, a dachshund lover, you realise that that is such an affront to their dignity to call them a, a sausage. You'll notice in the in the park when people come out, I got a sausage, and it. It gets it gets on your nerves like nothing else. Can you imagine if if someone if people started calling Mildred Ah, oh, you got a corner in the cub dog. You know you'd be you'd be so insulted by that. So it's very uh, reductive, you
2: know, isn't
0: it, Jack? Uh, oh yes, it is. It is. But
2: oh, but Sarah, gosh.
0: so have and have you got which particular is it, is it a long hair? Is she a long oh, hair? So or, she's a
2: long-haired cream shaded dachshund sweet yeah. oh sweet she's so oh, sweet lovely. yeah so I'm very excited but very nervous about the whole thing because I feel like it's having a baby again um yeah, so yeah. I'm mentally preparing myself for and, that
0: and is she miniature or standard? she's miniature
2: yeah yeah
0: miniature yeah yeah see I'm glad you got long hair as, as your sort of you know starter dog Did you, have you had dogs when you were a kid nope, when you were younger never
2: had dogs my mum dad oh, when I was a kid oh, wow. I said can we have a dog and they said when you're 10 and they actually got a dog when I was 35 So,
0: (laughs) Is that because you're a slow developer?
2: (laughs) Yeah, I was still at home, so it was nice. Um, So no, I've never owned a dog. I had pets when I was little. So this is a whole new venture for us, and I'm really excited because people keep telling me it cements the family, and I really can't wait because I'm going... I'm not telling the kids. and I have oh, not told them. the kids? No, haven't told them. We've been talking oh, about wow. getting a dog for wow. a while since we moved. And I've sort of been saying, oh, what name should we think of for a dog in the distant future? And uh, trying to, you know, get them thinking and then keep trying to skew yeah. them towards more girls' names. <laughs> Cause my, my son's <laughs> like all for a boy, but it's, yeah. yeah. So um, it's all very exciting and I just... Um,
1: Sorry, so are we allowed to ask what some of those options for names are? Yeah he said yeah, exactly. oh go well, on I, so what do we go Yeah
2: I suppose uh well I favor things like Luna or Juno or Juniper those kind of names
1: Oh juniper yeah. I wonder what I love about that is I wonder where these Juniper's names nice. are going to arrive in the world of doggy aliases <laughs> Yes
2: ju- yes, ju- yes ju- what's yes. that juniper
1: Juniper. 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 I mean, juniper. that's already that already sounds like a juniper.
2: Exactly. I'm thinking of all yeah. the offshoots of that. Pit, nip, you know, all these kind of things. And yeah. Um, yeah. I thought yeah. Saren as well, because it's Welsh and my father was Welsh. So there's a big connection to Wales. But I think Saren and Sarah are a bit similar, so probably not that. I don't know. Yes, yeah.
0: uh, I suppose it is a bit, yeah. But Juniper's nice, isn't it? Very yeah? nice.
2: I think the kids will have the final say. We've had to veto quite a few because my daughter's like, no, my friend's little sister's called that. And I'm like, who cares about your friend's little sister? I mean, he's yeah. got nothing to do with <laughs> <top."> But, but <laughs> I have to go with her logic.
0: Okay, As long as you don't use the surname as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's, that's, that's going to be, and I can't wait to hear about how all that goes. And well done for keeping it a secret, because that's going to be one of the biggest oh days God. of their lives.
2: Oh, you know, I keep nearly saying things like when we get, I mean, uh, when we go to, uh, yes. you know, you keep nearly dropping it. And, um, you know, because yeah. we've got the crate, we've got all, you know, little bits and pieces I've had to hide around the house. So I'm really doing yes. my best. I've just got a few more days. But then, yeah, obviously there'll be plenty of puppy spam all over Oh my dog. Instagram. Oh, yes,
1: yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And what you want is tips. You want tips oh, yeah. now Massively. on on, yeah, how to, need- on how to on how to look after your new puppy and and what to really what to expect. Yeah. Um and I, I think Jack, we're okay. We're the experts, aren't we? <laughs> oh yeah, you you know, you've got us. <laughs> well
2: that's it. I was gonna ask you, you know, especially the thing that's bothering me the most, or not bothering me but concerning me, is The nighttime wheeze, like how does that go for the first few weeks? Those kind of things are, you know, playing on my mind slightly.
0: (laughs) Well, um, I think it depends if you can make a decision early on to use a crate for sleeping in, I suppose. And certainly when she's really small, there's nothing wrong at all having an enclosure like in the kitchen and put newspaper down for her during the night. And that and the other thing is to just constantly take her outside, put her outside for doing her wheeze. And then congratulate her and yes. encourage her, when okay. she doesn't. You get the message quite quickly. Right. Okay. I'm sure that's what will happen. Because
2: I, I have already had a quick chat with Simon, and we're going to have a full chat with him, aren't we, in a minute? Yes. And yes. he yes, told me this is the part I wasn't looking forward to: to set my alarm every hour or two in the night to get up and. <laughs> Oh, right, yeah. yeah. So I like your idea, Jack, of just having a little area. (laughs) and She can just... You can do. But I'm sure there will be crying and dealing with all of that as well, which I'm, you know, I hope, yeah, that goes okay, because obviously that's not very pleasant to have
0: to think about. Well, you've got to be tough to ignore it, that's for sure. And it is is difficult. With Barney, our first Dachshund, he was just yelping and crying all night long. We went to our vet, who at the time was this um, Scottish... Ex-military bloke, and he had a boxer dog, and he said, uh, "He said you've got to be strict with your dog. He's got got to be very strict with her. Have none of this nonsense. Put him in the kitchen. Tell him to be quiet and leave him there, and don't on any account go back." And uh, so I'll try that for a week. He said, "Try that for a week, and uh, if that doesn't work, come back. And if uh, if it hasn't worked, then you'll have to do what I had to do with my boxer dog." And I thought, "Oh, that sounds a bit. You know, what they're going to cut his nuts off or something <laughs> yeah. to stop him." And then, I didn't. I didn't want it to happen. Either. So we had a week of sleeplessness and, and couldn't sleep. And this and Barney the dog was just yelping all night long. So eventually we had to go back and uh, and said, look, he he is still he is still barking and screaming all night long. What do we do? You know, what did you do with your boxer dog? He said, I will let him in the bed with me. <laughs> <laughs> it's, honestly, is the the last thing I was expecting, but you know it, it's yeah. you got to be tough if you if you're going to ignore. But I think if you start as you mean to carry on, give it a sh- give it a shot, and she we'll might try get used it. To it. Is that what you would like for her to, to sleep in the kitchen? I
2: think so. Yeah, I've said that thing which lots of people have said, which is keep her downstairs.
0: Oh, okay. I, can, I know
2: mm-hmm. that we're going to end up, you know, having her upstairs, and, yeah. and but I think if, yeah, yeah, what, yeah. what yeah. I'd like to do is start off with rules that we can then break later. That's that's what Good i ideas. think. Yes. Be, be, yes. Try and be strict, and then. You know, when she knows what the rules are, we can bring her upstairs. But I don't know. I, I already can tell the first yes. night she's going to be in bed with us.
0: It sounds hopeless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Start off. Start off with rules that we can break later. <laughs> I don't see that working. I mean, anyway.
1: I, I, uh, just to give you a sense of what's coming, I now have to ask Mildred to just kind of move over so I can get in my own bed. <laughs> that's that's really what's coming is me going please mildred please i just want to be able to lie in my own bed please can you move over and then i have to rub her belly first (laughs) then then she'll eventually go all right right, that's that's fine now
2: that'll do (laughs) you can just perch on the end
1: yes
2: Oh. Well, this is the thing, because I can see there's lots of different ways of dog ownership. And I really love your lovely relationships with Mildred and Dolly. So I'm thinking, I know I'm going to be more that kind of owner than the strict one that has the very strict rules. And, you know, because we do want her to be a massive part of the family. And she does everything with us. And she will be. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. She really, really will be, I can tell. And and I think you're right as well that you don't want to train them, train all the personality out of yeah. her. You know, because that's what can happen. You get some people who've got such well-trained dogs that they're almost like there's nothing left to them. Robotic. Yeah. Just do what they're yeah. told. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's a bit, a bit a bit sad. I mean, we can say this on this podcast because it's all about dogs and people who have dogs, but they have an incredible effect on families and children because one of the things it does is the kids realise that it isn't all about them. Sometimes you've got to think about yeah. the dog as well. And that's really healthy, I think. Yeah. and. And also, you know, not to get too deep, but they are like a manifestation of the love that keeps you all together and that oh, this little dog yes. is a thing you've got to really care oh, for. And they, and they take part in all of that, you know. Yes. So that's really lovely. I think it's a brilliant thing to have done. Yes. Yeah, oh, I think it's great. Well done. Um, thank you. I don't think
1: Simon can add to any <laughs> of what I've said, really.
2: Finish the show there. <laughs> um,
1: well, before we speak to Simon, we do uh, yes. we do have a voice note sarah that you that you've actually set up for us
2: so I do. yeah
1: do you know what do you want to do you want to do the honors today <laughs>
2: okay, I will. Just, yes please um, do.
1: Because, just because you know it's lovely to to finally have you on the podcast and also because i can't yeah. find the script in front of me on my ipad
2: i thought that might be the case I, Sean. <laughs> um okay yeah. so we've got a voice note today it's about names so here's jen right. to explain Ooh. Hi, Sean. Hi, Jack. It's Jen here from Newbury. We've two dogs, a black lab called Pod and a slightly unhinged rescue called Luna. When I come home from work, they've always changed their names to Mr. Tootles and his good friend Fanny. This lasts for about half an hour before they revert back to Pod and Luna or their joint name, Perluna. I've no idea why. Love to Dolly and Mildred Barrett. Thanks. Bye. (laughs)
0: Oh thank you, Jen. That's uh that's yeah. brilliant, isn't it?
1: I love that that inner life of the dogs that are yes. going on changing their names. That's brilliant. That's fantastic. We've got celebrity <laughs> we've kind of got celebrity dogs now, Jack. Mildred has been recognized. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes, I know. I had one person did that
0: to me as well.
1: I was slightly put out. It's I like, hiya, can we get a selfie? Yeah, sure. I'll just do just do my hair. <laughs> oh, hang on. I've bent down. Uh, no, no, not you. <laughs> <laughs> right yeah. well that's lovely oh,
0: that's great
1: should we speak to simon then and see how he can help you sarah Yeah, let's do what's that to, what's to come brilliant
0: yeah. let's get simon on
1: so simon um thank Hello. you thank you for joining us
3: no worries hi simon hi jack how you doing mate?
1: you're coming to us live from your mum's attic
3: yeah, I'm, I'm reliving my youth. Um, we're having some damp works done at our house, so we've had to move in with my mum for a week. <laughs>
1: okay.
3: Okay, right. And how is that working out? Is that okay? It's all right. They only started yesterday, so it's not too bad. So
0: early days. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. And your mum's okay with it all, is she, so far, so yeah, good? Yeah,
3: she's fine. She, she's a nurse, so she works nights, so we hardly see her anyway. <laughs> all right. It sounds like you don't really care if she, what, <laughs> she's taking it, you know.
1: Don't mind. We'll move on. We'll move on. We'll move on. Uh, so, Simon, big news. As yes. you as as you are already aware, Sarah, our wonderful producer of Oh My Dog, has now invested mm. in a puppy. Is going to she collect has. a puppy.
3: Yeah, yeah,
1: from Wales. And we and we really need you. We need you here for, for guidance and to help Sarah and any listeners, of course, that are interested yes. in getting a puppy or have just got a puppy into what to expect with a new dog. Yeah, because
0: you've already absolutely. you already gave her some advice. So I know she, yes. she obviously uh, got in touch and said, what do you reckon? And you said um, to get a, to get a bitch, to get a, a female dog. Yeah.
3: Ideally. uh, I mean, it's personal preference for me. I just find female dogs easier to work with as a general rule. I mean, I I work with male dogs all the time. In fact, I've had male dogs, which are far better behaved than female dogs as well. But just just from Mm -hmm. experience Mm -hmm. and anecdotal experience, females tend to be better. Yeah. They can uh, be—they're just a a little bit more biddable, do you find, and not quite so territorial, or what is it? It's more—they seem to want to work with you a bit more, whereas males tend to want Uh to like play and sort of like work against you a little bit sometimes. Females tend to be a little bit more like, "Oh, we're doing this now. We'll go this way and do this." I mean, like I said, it's not—it's not not a general rule, but it's quite accurate. Yeah. So, um, um,
0: Sarah has uh, already asked me about house training. And I obviously gave my expert opinion. I'm not sure you'll be able to add to this, Simon, but just for the record. (laughs) (laughs) Taking my job. um, Yeah, not at all. But for the record, what would you start with on that subject?
3: Yeah, I mean, so most breeders, if you're going with sort of like decent sort of breeders who know what they're doing, they tend to start the sort of toilet training anyway, before you pick up the dog at sort of eight weeks old, Uh just because Uh they are moving on solid food and like they've been weaned off the mum anyway. Um, So you can normally get a little bit of a head start with that, because if they've already started doing it, you can kind of just sort of piggyback on what they're doing already. But it's just getting them outside as soon as possible, especially with back gardens and stuff like that. If you're living in an apartment or you don't have access to that sort of outside space, puppy pads are absolutely fine, but they shouldn't be like a long-term uh-huh. solution. They should just be sort of like just yes. in case there's an accident sort of thing.
1: Yes. So what we did is we had, we had I think, you, what was it, puppy mats?
3: Yeah, puppy pads saying? or mats or whatever.
1: Yeah, puppy pads, puppy pads, that's it. And what we did is they, they started off on the end of the bed and then we slowly moved the puppy pad towards the back door, and then out into the garden. Yeah,
3: that's exactly right. Yeah, that
1: was a really effective way of of doing it. I mean, it's not you know, it's not a hundred percent track record. There are there's no way of avoiding it. I think Sarah no. will be wiping up dog pee. Yeah, that'll be the easy bit. Yeah,
3: absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of daft to get a puppy and not expect that to happen. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have um,
0: well, obviously, Sean. Doesn't have to worry about this because he has no carpet at all in his house. But um, you know, yes. generally, you do. <laughs> well need to, you need to take. You need to take care. You need to take care of these <laughs> things, and uh, and it can be. Yes. Early days. Uh, what stage can they go out and socialise, puppies? They need to have their vaccinations, don't they?
3: Yeah. So normally, again, when you when you get a puppy from about eight weeks old, they tend to have their first round of vaccinations anyway. So puppies need a second lot of vaccinations a couple of weeks later after you've taken them home. At that point, yeah. I wouldn't put the puppy down on the floor outside, but there's nothing stopping you taking it out to sort of socialize it a little bit. You know, you've probably seen people carrying puppies around Asda in their coats and stuff like that. That's the perfect uh-huh. time to get the puppy out and get it socialized to the big wide world. Jack noises, doesn't go to just, Asda.
1: <laughs> Is he the Cardo kind of guy? I, I, no, I,
0: I took Dolly to Fortnum's and she was young. <laughs> Is that where you get the cheese
3: from?
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: No, we go to German streets. We go to Paxton and Whitfield. That's where she likes to get her cheese from. Um so what about I – because mean, one thing that most people with dogs – puppies, rather uh, – experience is chewing. Yes. And, and they can be quite destructive, can't they?
3: So what do we do about that? So it's more redirecting it than anything. I mean, you guys both have kids. Human babies do it too. They go through like a teething phase where they do get their teeth coming through. Dogs are no different, except it's a lot quicker. So it tends to be like within a couple of weeks to a couple of months, they will get their adult teeth through. Uh Don't walk around barefoot. If you can when they're teething, because you might stand on a tooth. I've done that before and it's not great. But things like frozen vegetables, like carrots, blueberries, anything that's dog safe, pop it in the freezer. It'll last a little bit longer and it'll help soothe the sort of like pain in the gums. A lot of puppies tend to bite as well because they're overtired. So, you know, we've like spoke about that 15 to 20 hours worth of sleep. If a puppy's not getting that, especially in the first couple of weeks, it's going to start getting a bit nippy and a little bit aggy. I see. So they need plenty of peace and quiet so they can get
0: yeah. their sleep.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Also, I've, I've remembered, you know, this is very important, actually. Just, you know, be mindful. You know, anything that you cherish that you want looked after, keep it, keep it away and keep it off the ground. I had a very yeah. nice pair of sunglasses. I like, I like my sunglasses and I left them on the coffee table and they, they, they were chewed up in yeah. seconds. <laughs> Yeah, that's (laughs) going to,
3: the the worst one is plug sockets, so keep an eye out for like mains, cables, going to like TVs and stuff. They will try and get through them as uh, well.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, I'm very lucky then, because I didn't, I wasn't aware that there was a risk and we didn't have a problem there, but good to know, good to warn, thank you.
3: Yeah, I mean, mean, just just in general, sort of like Baby proofing is a good idea.
1: Yes, I yes, you have to just, just, just to
0: look around, use your common sense. Hopefully that'll be the case. I was relieved that Sarah decided because it's her first dog. In fact, didn't have a dog as a child either. I was pleased that she went for a breed that she felt comfortable with. I think that was a sensible choice, don't
3: you? And to get from puppy. Yeah, 100%. You have to be yeah. very specific with what you want, especially if you're getting it from a puppy. I mean, if you're getting a rescue dog, chances mm-hmm. are you don't really know the full history, so you're kinda of taking a bit of a, a lucky shot with that yeah. one. That's certainly true. When it comes to puppies, get a dog that can kind of fit around your lifestyle, you know. Don't expect to greyhound to go on like five hour hikes across the pennines you know you're probably better off with something like a collie or a labrador or something like that and vice versa don't expect a collie to settle well in a city center apartment you know it's going to just rip the place apart because it's not going to get fulfilled and burn off that energy yeah yeah so i presume sarah's got a
0: garden she's uh recently moved and i think that was part of the deal so she's got a garden a dachshund doesn't need huge amounts of exercise but it's a mistake to think they don't like their walk
3: isn't that? absolutely yeah yeah oh 100 percent. and the the worst thing is when people just pick up the dog chronically like that can really mess with this dog's sort of psyche and make it just scared oh, of everything right. as well because if you're you know the slightest noise or the dog's a bit tired and you're going down and picking right. it up straight away mm-hmm. it's just gonna get used to it and it's just gonna be like okay well pick me mm-hmm. up then i don't need to walk anywhere yeah. <laughs> there you go
1: jack <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah. I mean, Dolly's a bit different. I'm afraid I'm
0: trapped in that cycle.
1: She's a bit different, but she's uh,
0: she does very well. She will walk. It's just that she'll always walk home.
3: Yeah. Well, well we, we covered it. She's, she's an old girl. Let her That's enjoy. That's why her. I have to walk her out of the house. Yes. Yeah,
1: yeah. 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 Exactly. Sarah mentioned it's a long-haired sausage dog. I'm not. I'm not moving. Oi, oi Come dog. on. <laughs> <laughs> um, doesn't that mean there will be there'll be hair everywhere? Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. They're all over I mean, the house.
3: Most dogs, share. all
1: over her coats, all over her yeah. clothes. Yeah. Mildred's doesn't share. It's, it's just dog glitter. Okay. You, you don't,
0: you get, you, you get very used to it. But well, you get used to it and then people come to your house and, and go away and just say, oh, it's dog hair everywhere, was not there? <laughs> but, but, but you're used to it. Well, it's the dog's house and not their house, isn't it? It <laughs> is, it becomes that. It does become that. Because we are obviously a very responsible podcast uh, mm-hmm. I oh two sure. things actually I was going to say if I may, right. I was going to say one thing I did once say stupidly in an interview I said that I'd go running with my Dachshund and I got a lot of I got a lot of backlash from that from including the RSPCA it was only a joke anyway because I added on to that it's great because it's you know, I chose Dachshunds because they've got shorter legs than me and there aren't many dogs like that right? <laughs>
2: Oh. <laughs> this so world lovely.
0: is mad. I know. I know. All these people write. Yeah, people, people complaining. Hey, you shouldn't go running on the decks, they can't. Oh, They've only got little legs. Anyway, but that was oh, that was one God. thing.
1: So that is a so that's a, that's no running for Sarah. No running with uh, a
3: dachshund. Yeah, I, I mean dachshunds are so small okay. anyway. They end up running most places, so it's not <laughs> like they're going to be wandering.
0: Mm. Yes, there is a group of people who go running with their dogs near where I live, and they have these belts that they attach the dog to the belt, and then you see these dogs running along, and they look all kind of. A bit pleased with themselves because they're doing this thing. They're running and their dogs are running as well. But I did, I did see one person who who was struggling to keep up with her dog. And it was quite, it was quite funny.
3: <laughs> There's actually a sport called canny cross, which is basically, you know, like fell running, where you go like running up in the moors oh, and stuff like that. Oh, right. And you do it with your dog. But the harness is specifically done that it goes around your hips. So the dog ends up pulling you half the way anyway. So it's not like you're keeping up pace. It's the dog that's doing most of the work.
0: (laughs) The other thing I was going to move on to is about the cost of having a dog. Going back to our responsibility theme. Because, uh, I mean, a quick Google before we did this. Battersea Dogs Home reckon it's about two grand a year to keep a dog. And that is, if nothing goes wrong, isn't it? You know, yeah. once you, oh, if yeah. your dog goes and swallows your car keys or something, you've got an emergency operation,
3: that can be very expensive. Yeah. Well, people underestimate things like, you know, x-rays. They're so much more expensive for dogs than they are humans. Like you're talking about £2,000 yes. for an x-ray in a lot of places. And yeah, things like insurance, absolutely wow. get insurance for your dog. <laughs> the last thing you want is like a last minute vet really, And, you know, it's yeah, you know, yeah. in the thousands instead of a couple of hundred quid. Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, look into that one. Uh, so I think people so sort of suddenly jump in and don't don't really think about that. Sometimes it can be the case.
1: That's yeah. a very good point, and and obviously Sarah knows that she's going to expect crying at night. So it's an unfortunate part yeah. of it, but that, that that obviously goes away. Is there anything any tips on? On perhaps how to to help her deal with the crying.
3: Every puppy will cry. Most puppies cry on the drive home when you pick them up from the breeders and things like that. It is just their way of sort of getting attention from you and going, like, I'm on my own now. You know, most dogs have come from a litter of, you know, six pups and upwards. And so they've had this big crowd mm. of other puppies and then they're just on their own with these strange people they've never met before. So things like crying yes. is absolutely to be expected. The best advice I can give to it is just be really strong and sort of like power through it. Like I always say, so long as the dog's been yeah, fed, watered, been out to the toilet and things that like, had all its basic needs met, it doesn't need anything. It's just crying out for attention. So things like leaving a radio on is really good, mm. just so it's got some background noise. A ticking clock used to be a really big thing back in the day. My parents used to do it when they bred dogs. And that really works as well. It sort of mimics a heartbeat. You know, the old sort of like analog clocks you can get.
0: Ah, and even things nice. like
3: getting like a hot water bottle, wrapping it in a towel and having it under the bed, just so it feels like body warmth for the puppy as well. I'd advise maybe against using boiling hot water That's just nice. in case the puppy does bite through it. But, you know, just like hot water from a tap should be fine. Yeah, 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 water, yeah. Yeah, yeah. To keep, yeah.
0: I wonder if there are any apps yet with noises that keep dogs quiet and that please dogs. I, I mean, obviously, there's... this is presuming Sarah is going to get an iPhone for her dog. <laughs> <laughs> at some point but you can get you know the noise of the beach or whatever you know to, to yeah. calm you down to go to sleep and one thing do that for dogs there's youtube channels with like loads of like green noise and stuff yeah and the dog would like that yeah
3: yeah
0: i'm absolutely. not so sure i'm not convinced they'd be fooled by that that's my worry think they... um so long as it's consistent Okay, okay,
1: yeah. Now, I don't expect this to, to be the case for, for Sarah, but, you know, who, who knows? Are there any signs to um, to look out for that the, the puppy isn't settling in well?
3: Yeah, pretty much. Dirty protest is a big one to look for. So if they're just actively pooing and weeing everywhere and anywhere even not sort of like allotted toilet times they're really unhappy if they're destroying a lot of stuff as well they tend to be unfulfilled but most puppies especially sort of like eight to sort of 16 weeks they should be just sleeping most of the time so if it's not getting enough sleep you can kind of tell that it's either overstimulated understimulated or something's not right if it's not napping something might be wrong if it's not getting that allotted time yeah.
1: Okay, that's good to know. I mean,
3: I'm, and again, I'm
0: sure this won't be the case, but is there any point where you have to conclude we've got a wrong in here?
3: <laughs> it's, it's a hard one, that one, because people ask me all the time, like, what do you look for when you go, you know, to view puppies and things like that? Do you go for, like, the really excited one? Do you go for the really quiet one? It's a mm. bit of a coin toss. I've you know, I've seen puppies that have been super quiet and chilled when I've gone to see them as little ones. And then six weeks later, they're absolute lunatics. It's very much a nature okay. of a nurture thing. So they'll tend to adapt to you, especially if you're on it from day one when you yeah. brought them home. I mean, I've noticed definitely with my daughter's dog, Nellie, it's
0: a lovely Frenchie, that there are ways uh, where definitely when she comes over, she can be very, very excited. Well, she's about two now. She's two years old, I think. And I've, I've learned, you know, because partly because my daughter rolls her eyes when I, when I do it, you know, if you start the game with like kicking her ball or something, you know, you're now committed to half an hour of doing that. And uh, it's better just to, if she brings you the ball, sometimes you just got to ignore it because you think, no, you've calmed down. So I'm not going to get you all wound up again. Yeah, so you just got to
3: read how they're going to behave. Yeah, and and you're in control of that yeah. play as well. Like, if you're getting them to that really elevated sort of like overexcited state, it's your job to bring them back down as well. Like, don't just expect a dog just right. to chill out as soon as you stop playing. Because, like you said, you've got it there, so you kind of need to control the rules of the game.
0: Yeah, yeah, I can see Sean taking all this in. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Get my Uh notepad out, right? Yes. (laughs) Um, But Sarah Sarah is hoping that her new puppy will be crate trained, will be sleeping in the crate. Now, obviously, you know, we've had a lot of guests on Oh My Dog, and they've all fallen to the same thing, which myself and Jack included have done, which is you start off with they're not going to be in the bed, and then they end up in the bed. Now, I think all of our money... Is on Sarah's puppy ending up in the bed. But do you have any tips on how to stick with this crate?
3: Yeah. Well, the the main thing is people forget that crates are mobile, like you can put it in any room you want. The crate doesn't have to be in a specific room. It doesn't have to be downstairs in the living room. If you want to have the crate in your bedroom, absolutely fine. No issues at all. The key to crate training is is stick with it. So either you're going to do crate training or you're not going to do crate training. Try not to flip flop between (laughs) the two. If you give up and just let it sleep in the bed. Let it sleep in the bed. There's nothing wrong with the dog being on the sofa, in the bed, and all this. That it's really sort of archaic way of thinking that oh, the dog's trying to claim space. It's trying to be the boss of me and all this. It's not. It's just trying to get comfy. Like <laughs> so long as the dog gets off when you tell it to get off, there's nothing wrong with it being on the furniture in my eyes.
0: Ah, okay, I almost thought you were going to go there and say because they like it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, uh, am I that predictable? <laughs>
0: no, not not at all. No. no, but we love to hear you say that sometimes when we ask. Yes. For those listeners who've not heard that before, when we ask Simon, why do dogs do this? And they say, well, basically because they like it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, oh, that's great. Simon. Not wrong. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for all the information again, and yes, I'm, I'm sure Sarah's been taking notes uh, on that, and we're looking forward to uh, getting progress reports on. The puppy Daxon, who is the first oh my dog puppy. Yeah, I think that's yes. true to say, isn't it? Looking forward to hearing about that and telling our listeners all about it as it goes along.
1: Thank you so much, Simon. Thank you for joining us. As always, always lovely to to hear from you. Thank
3: you very much, guys. Uh, again, always lovely speaking to you too. Yourself.
1: Okay, fantastic. Simon there with us. Always lovely to have him. Now, uh, sorry, you were listening in on that.
2: Yes, brilliant. Mm. I'm sure it's a completely different feeling having a whole team of people behind you when you're doing something <laughs> like this. So I feel quite confident now. It's great.
3: Good.
0: Oh, that's really good. That's really good. And uh, we can't wait to get some updates. And when he, is it next week you're going to go and pick her up?
2: It's this week, so, yeah, we'll be able to talk about oh, it next wow. week.
1: And will you film the um, – I'm sure, of course you will. You're going to film the, the reaction of your children seeing oh, yes. the dog. Do you? Hang on, I just before we go, before we wrap this up, have you thought about how you're going to do this reveal? Because that's so exciting.
2: Well, I was going to walk in with the – I've got this thing for the car that she's going to sit mm-hmm. in, and I was just going to walk in with that and then just have them look inside, and then they'd see her
0: oh, oh, that's oh that sounds fantastic <laughs> i cannot wait to hear how that goes that's absolutely wonderful Aww. and how, how old are your two children how old are they
2: they're eight and ten
0: Oh, perfect. Yes. It's going to be great. It's going
2: to be yeah, great. Yeah, I'm very excited. That's such a great yeah, age. I
0: bet. Oh, well, good.
1: Okay, well, uh, yes, can't wait to be updated on that. To all the listeners, thank you for listening, as always, to Own My Dog. Uh, I hope you found today's show helpful if you're considering getting a puppy or you've uh, just got one. We'd love to hear from you. If you have, tell us how it's going absolutely
0: and uh thank you very much for your voice message jen from newbury do keep them coming in because we uh, we love to hear those yes. as well it's always great to hear
1: and you can get in touch of course as well by emailing us at hello at omdpod.com and also find us on instagram at omdpod loads of extra content and videos there and and soon of course some puppy spam Um, so send us your voice notes too
0: Looking forward to all that, don't forget to give us a five star review wherever you get your podcast from, we really appreciate that if you can and remember, a dog is for life not just for podcasts
3: Can I say your name please? It's me, Michael McIntyre Hello, I'm back, look at me now with my brand new tour Magnificent, this is where am I going? Coming to a place near you. When he wants get set to go. And many other places. <laughs>
1: Nowhere near you. Come on, darling, let's go.
3: Come on, you! For the last time, my
1: name is Akengaka. Go to
2: michaelmacintyre.co.uk for tickets.